0: Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out, like, yeah, I mean, what is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to get us one So,
1: I mean, I don't know what's,
0: what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself... It could be a lot more sustainable. Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal. You know, take another sip of this. Peach pear.
1: Peach, I, I like it. Pear, I it's like good. it. Do you like the passion fruit one? I don't think we've had the passion fruit one yet. So LaCroix has like a bunch of weird flavors that are in like them skinny cans. I've never oh, had yeah. a lot of those yet. I'm, I'm like new to those, but uh, I like the coconut LaCroix, which is good. And... uh passion fruit and then that peach pear one is also good
0: I see a lot of people on Facebook like talking about how uh it's like that shits like real gross and stuff like that it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah leave it alone
1: I know more people that dislike it I yeah. saw a meme that said uh, lacroix tastes like the feeling when your foot falls asleep uh. <laughs> and like, I, I thought that was so funny yeah that's like, fucking it, hysterical. it's definitely accurate yeah because it's like it's like is it almost a taste but then it's not a taste and it's like is it there? It's not there yet. But I oh, don't know. I like it. Like no, you said, I, it's easier to like have something other than just like some plain water to like uh
0: It's switch definitely it way better than soda in my opinion. I feel like if you need to drink a mountain of so- carbonated sugar yeah. to like get any sort of flavor, yeah, like you got to adjust your shit because yeah, your sure. body is falling apart.
1: Dude, that was. Get that your was, shit on track. Seriously, what was wrong with me? Like, <laughs> I would rip through like a gallon of Turner's tea on like a random Friday. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, yeah. and, and like, if you think about that, like, it's not that big of a deal. But, like, if you start like doing the math oh, on the, the sugar, that up, bro? Well, not even that. Like, that's, that's more sugar than anyone should ever have in their life, I feel. Yeah. I, I'd be curious to know how many was in like a gallon, but I've definitely oh, gone through my in. sure amount. They sold Turner's iced tea like in my school for lunch. Oh, yeah. Same. So
0: it was like, you know, like either you're drinking a carton of milk yeah. or water or Turner's tea. Yeah. That's it. Like, you only give I'm sure, I think schools might be different now. They might oh, be yeah, more conscious of this shit. Move.
1: Like, yeah. But, we were just scratching into that. They switched from, uh, they took like, they gave the option of lemon propel and then oh, wow. a, uh, a sandwich line where you could go and get like, you know, like your whole wheat, turkey, all that uh-huh. bullshit. But. I mean, they still had French fries being served every day. and Yeah,
0: no, I was. Yeah, what the fuck? It was like uh, a soft pretzel with ranch dressing and yeah. a Turner's iced tea. That was
1: That's, like my daily fucking yeah, lunch. Yeah, man. And it's just like back then that was just like, like, did your school ever have any lunches where you were like all about like, like you guys went crazy over?
0: Nah, not that I remember See, at like,
1: all. Elizabeth Forward had something. Italian Dunkers. Oh. No. <laughs> It would be better if, if if you could hear you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yes, uh, Stacey just asked if we had Italian Dunkers Day. And I think we did have – we made Dunkers before, me and Stacey. Yeah. We had talked about this. Yeah, we definitely had like <laughs> –
1: And those are just the hoagies from the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like making – getting rid of the scraps with those. But we had uh, spicy chicken sandwiches and like uh, – people would seriously like sprint down the hallway and like leave class early for them but uh other than that nothing else good i don't remember yeah
0: i don't know i was fucking i was kind of introverted in high school believe it or not
1: yeah yeah introverted yeah like i I what extent i didn't didn't talk to
0: too many people i didn't really fuck with anyone by the time i graduated i think it was different yeah, it was super weird. I might have talked about this when I was on your cast. And before we actually get into any of this, oh yeah, uh, let me do my introduction. No, it's. Super solid. Yeah. I'm going to do my fucking intro, talk about who you are, and then I'm going to talk about my awkward high school days. Okay. And we'll go from there. Sounds good. Hello, and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes, and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it, and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's sparkling water in the fridge. <laughs> no beer today and or soda. I am sipping on a uh, peach pear LaCroix. My guest has some purified drinking water straight out the market pantry, which has actually been a common theme on the past few episodes. So,
1: What, a water? Yeah, yeah. a lot of people haven't been drinking beers recently on the cast. I had some coffee today at work. I had... Uh I had an iced coffee on my way into work, and then halfway through, I had another cup of coffee. So, like, I figured you might as well just like switch it up a little bit, have some water.
0: Yeah, you got to balance it out. Water's really, really it out. it's good for you, you know. Yeah, if you're feeling a... some type of way, drink some water.
1: Yeah, then, I, I definitely don't drink at. enough. People, people are, talk about drinking that like gallon a day of water. Like, I wish that I did that. I uh, I'll get through like I have one of those big Yeti cups. Yeah, and it just sits on my. my desk at work i got it for christmas and uh it's 30 ounces i'll rip through two of them a day but like i don't know how people drink a gallon of water a day i don't know man it's just i i'm gonna do it in spirit with everyone word
0: but for anyone out there has no idea who the fuck you are oh yeah what up it's chad i don't know how to pronounce your last name
1: medved medved yeah Croatian. That's a, that's a weird Croatian. last name.
0: I don't mean like weird in a bad way, but it's just no, no, I'm not one it. I'd ever seen before.
1: It's uh it means Croatian. bear in Croatian. Bear? Yeah, bear. B-E-A-R. Word. Yeah. That's uh my first screen name ever was Chad M. Bear. And that was thanks to my mother. You know, my brother was like a little bit older, so uh whenever he got his first screen name, my mom was like, Oh yeah, you can get one too. And uh she saddled me with that gem. <laughs> so your mom gave you
0: your first screen name. My mom
1: gave me my first screen name. How old name. were you? Uh, I mean, I had to be maybe I know I was still in elementary school because okay, I so remember you're pretty talking, young, yeah. Yeah, I remember talking to people about it in lunch. Like who the fuck did you talk to like with screen
0: names at that time? Like it's like family and friends in school and shit. Yeah, like, like
1: like no one. You didn't yeah. talk to anyone because like I knew two other people and like I mean, that was like the beginning days of the internet where you could only be on the internet or the telephone. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, I I don't know. I just, I I don't remember ever using it really. So it's like, I remember uh, making my profile and shit like that, but I I don't remember ever speaking with anyone. The funny
0: thing is, was I was talking actually before about high school and how I was a bit of an introvert. Yeah. And I think what was really funny was, this is actually a perfect segue. It's one of the things that kind of got me out of my bubble. Uh, It was like, the my use of the internet yeah. but it was like unintentional i just think that like the internet was the first time that like people were able to like see that i did art in like music things because like i did shit but i just kept it to myself and yeah i didn't have a way to like really present it but then you know it's like i have like my little online shit my little accounts and i'm i start posting some things and pictures and people are like oh shit like and then people want to be my friend because like I can draw. Yeah, yeah, like, like that. Once they like, figure out, I'm not out that you fucking weird. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like like they don't talk to you in school, but they see that you're into some cool shit. Then they want to like kind of weasel in. What was your first platform though? Like like what was your first social media that that started getting you like out there? Well, I mean, there? I
0: think like in terms of social media, yeah. I guess the closest thing to anything would be like the the AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, but like I had a uh, a little like Angel Fire or Geo Sites website that had, like, uh links to, like, pictures of graffiti that, like, me and my f- my other middle school friends did. Like, like we would, like, take pictures with disposable cameras and go yeah. to Farmore <laughs> and get them fucking developed. Like, these fucking 15-year-old kids getting rolls of graffiti film developed. That's dope, though. And, uh, and then, like, we would, like, s- my buddy Corey had a scanner and, we, like, we made a website for, like, our little, like, eighth grade crew yeah. with all of our graffiti on it. And that was, like, how I started, like, meeting people because it was, like, it's not, like, people that I went to high school with knew that like when i wasn't in school i was like hanging out under bridges and shit like that i just looked like the kid with the fucking corn shirt yeah you know which i was i was that's all right that was like before corn was even fucking cool like is pre got the life you know because i'm a little older but then follow the leader comes out and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay like now i know who corn is
1: and you can draw so like you're okay see like i definitely (laughs) didn't know about corn before follow the leader i i remember uh we did this shit in McKeesport whenever I went there, anytime you didn't have school, it was called like no school fun day. And uh, it was for like kids who had like parents that were working or whatever. It's like, you would pay like $10 and they would take you on some field trip or whatever. But uh, the, the main lady who ran it, her son was like a chaperone. And, you know, he had to be like back then he was like high school kids. So he, he had to be like 18 or something, but he was the first person that opened me up to any of that music. I remember he had a corn shirt on. He uh turned me on to Ramstein or like whatever the fuck. And yeah. like all those like uh you know like them like heavier, not like so mainstream, but like it's like I, I didn't there was no other way for me to like figure out those people. But well, yeah uh,
0: back then it was it was all about like the cool the older cool person.
1: Yeah, exactly. Anyone that was older that you were like, oh then that's for
0: me, I found out about corn through my dad lived in a duplex and the upstairs neighbor's son was like, you know, like some 17-year-old skateboarder, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, cool as shit fucking dude. Yeah, you don't understand me. And, like, I played uh, – he had a little brother named Philip, and I used to play Magic the Gathering with Philip. So I'd be up there and, like, the older brother with the skateboard would be listening to this music. And I'm like, yeah, what is this? Yeah. You know, it's a cord, and then
1: – Starts uh- – putting something into your head and oh, start, yeah. like, thinking of the sound. That was, like, the... Want more of it. so I had already... My parents were into, like,
0: Metallica, Iron yeah. Maiden, like, the 80s metal stuff. So I already had that sort of, like, heavier music interest to begin with. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, hearing Corn. I was like, what is this? You know, oh, I never I heard anything like it.
1: Yeah, I remember... And, uh, like, what was that? So that's probably, like, the first... Uh, that's probably, like, your first, like... uh like my heaviest shit. Like whenever I was like, I don't know. That's not even heavy, really. I guess, but I just remember like Corn Ramstein. Is that how you pronounce it? Ramstein. Eh, Ramstein. Whatever. Yeah, yeah I, we I, know I, what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I remember that was like my first. Uh, like I remember listening at it and thinking like, like what the fuck is this? Like I can't even understand like what some of the shit they're saying because like my brother was in like hip hop and everything, and like Corn really wasn't like something that he was listening to. He was listening to. Fucking No Limit Soldiers. And like, I remember all those CDs, Bone Thugs and Harmony, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was like, I remember thinking that was the heaviest shit ever. Seeing the music video with the bullet flying through everything. Yeah. Like, I was just like, this shit is insane. And then you have uh, bands like System of a Down and everything that come in a little bit later. And it's just like that type of music is, uh, I don't know, it just, I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just started playing System of a Down the other day and it kind of like, Made me think about it over and over again and I went back down into a rabbit wow, they hole. They are
0: a fucking great band. They still. are a,
1: I've never seen them live ever. Same. I never got the same. It's a shame. I yeah. don't think they tour anymore, do they?
0: I think they did some they did some reunion shows last year, I believe. Yeah. But uh and they were gonna put out an album, then I think I don't know, something yeah. happened, it's yeah, not gonna who happen. Who knows? I don't
1: fucking I want know. more music from them though. They need to give the world more. Yeah. They they're just one of those very
0: unique bands there's never anybody else that ever sounded like them and they're they're so fucking weird that like i think that you couldn't even emulate something like that if you tried
1: yeah yeah i mean like i don't know the thing other- too
0: is they were just crazy talented it's not like i'm not saying that some other bands aren't talented yeah but like to do something as unique as what they were doing like you really have to I don't know. Your mind has to be in the spot for it. Yeah, that, I it's, mean that's
1: it's a super unique thing. It's like any great music that you have, like even from like older artists and things like that. Most of the people that gave us great music have been fucked up on drugs, alcohol, have been into like dark, well, dark I think ass it's just, shit. You know,
0: people have their own voice, and this could actually segue into stand-up. Yeah, where there are just comedians that you know they just have their own voice and their own tone. You know, like absolutely, you could just. You hear them and it's like, you know, you recognize the voice, but it's just like in their cadence and the way they talk. You're just like, oh, I know this person has their own thing. Yeah. You know, that their just makes style. them undeniably them. Yeah, for sure. And then you get people that try to copy that, but it never works because yeah. that's not who the fuck they are. Absolutely. And that's just like system of a down is just like you cannot, uh, you can't counterfeit that.
1: Yeah, just you cannot.
0: It's, it's way too outside the box. I agree. So. Getting into stand up. This yeah. is something that you are newer to. We talked about it when I was on your podcast, but uh, people that are listening to my show might not know who you are. So, you know,
1: you're doing stand up. Right? I am. I'm doing stand up. I'm new to it. I'm very new to it. How many shows in are you now? Uh, six. Okay. Six shows. I had four, uh, five shows. I had four that were uh, part of a competition. And then I had one more after that. And then you know i've just been like writing some shit down and just kind of working that out it's a it's a hell of a ride it sucks it can't be easy my last show i fucked up real bad i really did uh it was uh people everyone that was there said it wasn't too bad but like you know it's just like if you felt like you fucked yeah up you're very you critical of yourself totally. It's like you're putting out content like i'm sure you're the exact same way with like your music or anything like There's anything you don't like about it that's, like, not flawless. Like, you start being critical about it. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, it was good and everything. But to me, I thought I could have did way better. But, uh, I mean, like, it's good that it happens. Like, you have to have that shit happen. And, uh, I mean, it definitely makes you a little bit better. I think it's part of the process. Oh, yeah. It scares the shit out of you while you're up there, though. I dropped my note card. Okay. So, it was like a uh, comedy showcase at this dive bar. It's called the Obie House. There's maybe, like... I mean, 20 people there, uh, probably seven of them. I know, but, uh, I go up there. Uh, I came right from work, work 12 to nine show started at nine thirty. uh, mind you before this competition that I was in, like I would come home from work and like kind of cram and study for a few hours and then go to the competition. But, uh, I came from work, went right up there. They were like, Oh, you're on first it's like jesus just
0: not you didn't have time to like get in that fucking
1: mindset Dude, you know? perfect storm like, everything was a perfect yeah. storm because like they were like you're gonna be up first and then uh, i saw everyone writing down on a note card i was like oh i could have a note card that's cool that gives me like a little bit more like like the pressure wasn't as much because like i would have something to check off of once i'm uh if i'm like stumbling or anything so yeah i get up there and i have this note card down. And uh, everything's going to be all right. I walk up and uh, I set it down on a stage or on the stool. Uh And I open up and I look over and it's just not there. And I guess it like got blown (laughs) over by like the fan that was like above me. But uh, I had no idea where this note card was. So like (laughs) I went into panic mode and I immediately like tried to revert back to like old stuff that I've worked on. Sure. And then it was just like a it was a mess of everything. I was just like offbeat. And like the timing was all messed up. And then like I was probably uh, I was like two bits in and I looked to the left and I see my note card on the ground. And I was like, man, I can't grab that note card now and like go back to it because I'm already into something else. So it was just a perfect storm of shit.
0: Yeah. If I was you, I would have just like went physical comedy and done some bit where I roll over and then grab the card (laughs) real quick. Nobody noticed.
1: It was. I was so terrified up there because it was just like twenty people, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be all right. Twenty people ain't going to be a big deal." But it was just so much more intimate. So it was like, I don't know. It was. It felt like that. It was. uh, I don't know. It was more stress. More stressful to me, at least. I have found
0: that shows that have less people at are a lot harder to play for me. I feel that there are some people that might feel like the opposite. Yeah, but the the problem is. When you're playing a show, you're on stage and there's only, you know, 15, 20 people in the room. Like, you're really the center of attention. Absolutely. And everybody, it's like they're expecting a lot more from you because they're, they're not distracted by like, oh, there's, uh you know, I can go over there and do this or talk to this person over there. It's like really like fucking you.
1: Like, yep. they have nothing else to do but watch you. Yeah, because like- is
0: cool but it can be very
1: like fuck it it is it's just so stressful because like you think like you go to the improv and like uh, that's where this competition was so like we went to the improv there would be around like 80 100 people there and i mean it wasn't it wasn't like crazy like a lot of people would think like oh 100 people like first time going up doing that that would be stressful it wasn't like too too crazy because like if you think about it these people are going to the improv to laugh totally like they're, they're yeah. going there to want to laugh so like it's 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 almost like uh it's almost like you ever play that bowling game at kennywood where you like push the ball and you got to get it over the hump yeah it's like that's what i feel like it is it's like people are there like like it's like they're right at the tip of there and like you got to just tell a joke and they'll just start laughing like yeah. i don't know it's it sounds yeah, they, dumb in they, my they head
0: understand the, the environment a lot more than say yeah. if you're at a dive bar exactly and, and those are people that don't understand maybe like the come up of a stand-up comedian. So they're expecting you to be like top notch. Maybe some of them might be,
1: you know, like, well, the people that are there for that are thinking that, but then you have people that aren't even there for that, that are just like regulars that came on that night that there's an open mic. So I'm sitting there telling jokes, you know, just like telling dick jokes. And I'm looking at these guys and it just like, I look over and I just see people that remind me of like, you know, like, like, like an uncle that's like, you Know, did some military time and he's just staring at me, and I'm just like, you know, just dead
0: like, like the last thing just in the world he wants dead, to deal with right now. Oh is my you.
1: god, the last thing he wanted, he just wanted to sit there, drink his icy light, and just watch whatever game was on there. And I'm up there just like trying to make him Dude, laugh. That's
0: how I always feel bad about uh, if we show up to play a show and it's a bar show, yeah, it's one of those situations where it's like, oh, there isn't. A cover or whatever we just get like a percentage of the bar yeah that means there's no cover so that means it's free to get in so you get a lot of people that are coming in not ready for a night of fucking heavy metal yep you know what i mean and like oh, i'm like damn
1: like yeah, yeah and
0: you know, it's like it's funny because like i've transcended past that like young like fuck you like this is me and you know, <laughs> you're gonna deal with it now it's like you know i'm a little older and i can kind of sympathize like oh man like this motherfucker probably worked all week yeah and he just he didn't know forward to get this beer you yeah. know what i mean and now i'm fucking up his night with all of this <laughs> hooting and hollering
1: you know what i mean yeah for sure i definitely understand that it's like i mean you can never you can never anticipate the people that are going to show up. I mean, some people just, I mean, some people even go into the improv, just don't like the comedy that you're talking about. Like I, I had a bit about vegans and like, it's not like I even hate vegans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking joke. (laughs) And like, uh, I, I take things in my life that I think are funny and I just like, you know, you punch them up a little bit, but, uh, I mean, some people will like not fuck with you whatsoever. Like, oh, yeah. if they hear you say anything that you don't like whatsoever, if you make a Trump joke and they're Trump fans or whatever, it's like you're getting nothing from them. And then once people are quiet, I mean, you just start getting, like, for me, I mean, I'm new. That's what that's what sets me aside to the people that have been doing this for years. It's like they know that that shit's going to happen. They know that that's going to happen eventually. And, like, w- the experience that they have prepares them for those moments.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, like- navigating the shit goes wrong. Absolutely. I, I got to back out another plan.
1: Yeah. Like, like they've, they've experienced before. So like they have like, they might have other jokes. So now I started writing jokes to like, kind of, Like 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 saving jokes. Yeah, that's what I've been like calling them. It's just like if I'm going nowhere with this joke, it's
0: like that neutral. Yeah, something
1: neutral that you know (laughs) what I mean. That 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 that, that might bring people back.
0: In a way, it's almost like say you're going somewhere that you've never been before, and you don't got a map, and a road's closed.
1: Absolutely, it's
0: like fuck. I don't know the alternate way to get where I'm trying to go.
1: Yeah, for sure. You got to learn them back roads. You got to learn them back roads. (laughs) Roll the dice. Sometimes it'll go well. Sometimes it sometimes it won't yeah but uh the stand-up the stand-up shit is cool i i really enjoy it i like making people laugh i've always like i've always enjoyed the comedy aspect of everything and you know being just like goofy and shit yeah it's like that's why not do that like everything's so serious all the time like why take things so seriously
0: because you know
1: people have a a grim fragile sense of self that's it dude they have a fragile sense <laughs> of self i was talking to you before we started recording like i listened to your episode with mike and uh i mean like you could just tell the people that are not afraid of you know the bullshit that comes along with doing something i mean you could tell that that guy uh has been through some shit he's probably done a f- uh, like a, a a fuckload of things wrong but like you just learn from all that yeah same thing with you like you've been you've told me you've been in bands forever like i see all the shit you have in here like i see all this recording equipment and like you could tell that like you care about this shit you said in that podcast you were like oh yeah like uh there's only so many hours in a day and people always make excuses for not like making things happen but like you were saying like if you want it if you really want it enough you'll make it happen it's like we all are adults like we all are out there fucking in the suck just like putting in your time to be able to fucking pay rent and everything and it's like this takes time to do all this shit so you can tell the people that love it it's awesome to like be able to talk to people like this and uh try to hear about it so like the comedy thing i mean just another thing that's added to my plate but uh i mean i'm gonna just keep at it yeah I might not be out there every single week like all these other dudes out there, but you know I'm I'm working at it, I'm putting in my time.
0: I think that you know you'll if you want to get there, you'll get there. Yeah, like, for like, sure. Like we were just saying, you know, exactly,
1: dude. If you're if you're uh, if you want it enough, it'll happen.
0: Yeah, it's it's in in your time at your own pace. You
1: know? Absolutely. I, I've uh, I've been uh, I've been happy with how things have been. Like kind of manifesting themselves as far as uh my projects and everything and like I've definitely had some shit that have failed and uh I mean it just just helps you learn dude definitely just helps you learn you start thinking of like things differently that you didn't think of in the beginning and uh different ways to go about things and that's what makes you creative
0: yeah you know I feel like every any any failure or misstep is just like really like an opportunity in disguise to learn Yeah, and figure something out. You know, it's like, I agree. Granted, like if you, it's really easy for some people to not learn and just do the same shit over and over again. Mm -hmm. But if you have, you know, your right mindset on, it's just like, okay, that didn't work out. Let's just make a list of things I should never do again. And write that really big in a bold black marker and highlight the motherfucker and just keep take take a look at that every so often that page of things that you shouldn't do
1: absolutely and just
0: make sure that you're not on a path to doing something like that again absolutely. that's another thing that's really easy for people to do because well, at least it's been easy for me to do when it's like you know something gets fucked up and i'm like i'm never gonna do that again and then time goes on and i'm start getting into something and i'm not really paying attention or i'm avoiding certain signs of things that you know like this isn't gonna end right yeah you know and it's like you gotta look at that page and be like okay you know what i know what's gonna happen i gotta trust my gut on this yeah like, for sure i've been through enough shit now where gut feelings for me are very valid yeah like, i agree I'm, I'm not uh a dumb dumb like yeah like i yeah, like, I, like-, like I, I understand like the way people work that when i'm with somebody and they're just like interacting with them and talking to them and seeing what their work ethic is like and what their mannerisms are like, where it's like, you know, if this isn't going to work out, I usually tell pretty fucking quickly.
1: Absolutely. You're good judge of character. Like I consider myself to be like that too. It's like, if I usually meet someone, it's like, I could, I could kind of tell if I'm going to vibe well with them. And, uh, it's like, I mean, some people I don't always vibe well with, but like me and you'd never really talked to each other before you came over and we recorded a podcast for mine. And, uh, you know, it's just like, I mean, there's so many cool people out there that, like, you have no clue about. Like, I, we really didn't know each other, but like, I'm sitting in your fucking room and like, I see so much shit that we have in common. Like, <laughs> everything in here is just like stuff that reminds me of my childhood. And, uh, I mean, it's cool to, uh, it's cool to like, to expose all the creative from other people. Cause, like, I mean, you can learn something from everyone. It's like, I don't, I don't have any experience whatsoever in recording music or, you know being in a band or anything like that but still have somewhat of a like a like mindset yeah absolutely
0: it's just you know we have those just those common interests and it's it's very simple it's like the same way that you fucking made friends back in middle school going back to that yeah like think it's like the simplest shit like oh like you got a corn shirt on i like coin let's be friends yeah that's it yeah that's but exactly like you know it. as you get older a lot of people like to muddy the waters it's like oh like you like corn i like corn too but you know like you have some left-leaning views that i can't i can't jive with (laughs) you know what i mean and like your your wife does this and i don't like that and you know this and that and you send your kids to this school or what you know
1: it's like it's people think too far into shit nowadays
0: like politicizing everything
1: yeah Uh, i'm not one for politics whatsoever no like i know that i know that uh i heard you stop mike whenever he was talking about it till you're like we don't need to talk about that (laughs) and it's just like i i mean like i it's not even that like uh there couldn't be like good conversation about that but i'm just so ignorant to it all it's like i try to like i follow along with like the most important shit that's happening like whatever crazy shit is happening i'll hear about it whether it be from podcasts or through other people if it's if it's if it's super important i'm sure i'll hear yeah, about it i mean yeah I, but,
0: I i keep up with the news just as much as anyone else like every day i check stuff on you know youtube and i look at stuff on that that's very left-leaning and very right-leaning not because i'm either way I'm yeah. just curious to see the narrative and know what's going on but like i don't really have my like uh eggs in any basket like, yeah, yeah i don't like, give a fuck for so, me it's just like There are people in politics that, you know, have studied this their whole life. They get paid to figure this shit out. So we don't have to. So it's like, I don't want to – I'm going to take pride in the fact that I live in a country where there are people that do this shit for us. I don't want to be involved in it. I don't give a fuck. And maybe like there's some part of privilege to that given my social standing that we don't need to get into. But if you're looking on camera, you can probably figure it out that, you know, like, you know – blah, 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 white male stuff. And I get that, you know, and I a lot of people that are very not in that position, but regardless, just because of that, that doesn't mean I'm going to like focus my entire life or even like really any part of it into like exactly. worrying about things that are, I don't want to say they're out of my control, but it's just like, I don't know what I contribute to the world positively is, you know, supporting the arts and doing these things that are an escape from the bullshit i don't want to dive into
1: it that's what i was getting to it's like you know what i mean it's like you could you could beat that horse all day every day talk about politics talk about shit that's going on all day every day and i mean like i feel like people get enough of that it's like i don't want to see all that shit but i still am made aware of it just by like social media just by like word of mouth even like but
0: like I did I even have such a fucking hard time believing like anything that I see on like social media it. or from websites regardless if it's left-leaning or right-leaning it's just like I feel like it's all fabricated and everybody's getting their own point across exactly to make some money
1: exactly that's all it is and like th- what I try to do with it is like uh I'll take anything I hear I'll chew on it and like I'll just have my own feelings about it but like I'm not one to like go out there on social media and start posting shit and like I feel like that. That's why, like, uh, I'm into the podcasting. It's like I want stuff that's going to stimulate my mind, but like, not necessarily about this. I mean, quote unquote, like important political shit. Like, I mean, it's I mean
0: a fucking. I you mean, know what like, I mean? It's it's a it's a circus. It's like a total. That's all show. it is,
1: dude. You have a thousand yeah. videos of like all different news anchors saying the same things over and over. Yeah, it's and just then, like you. How could anyone not? question some things like yeah, I, don't know. I don't know it's like when
0: it's it's like
1: it's a dude it's a deep hole that'll you never come out
0: fucking like msnbc talking about kanye west's political views i'm Ooh. just like get
1: the fuck that's a good out segue
0: Who cares? Who the fuck gives a
1: fuck? I agree. I don't give a shit about Kanye West's political views. Whatever, man. I think it's bizarre. Oh, it's super bizarre that he was in like the Trump hat. I
0: don't think it's that weird. Like, I just think he's living in a really weird world. Let
1: me ask you a question. Do you think that. Okay. Do you think that the whole shit with Kanye West, like being this Trump supporter and everything, like I've been reading a lot of, I mean, like I, I see it, obviously. Do you think it's a publicity stunt? no neither do I no and like I don't get why people would think it was because the dude could he could literally like fart on a drum and record it and I guarantee you it would get yeah an insane amount Kong of views Kanye West is like Coke or Pepsi he doesn't need to advertise doesn't need it dude and people have this uh, conversation about like oh yeah this is all big publicity stunt and that's it's like the dude doesn't need to do that <laughs> no he doesn't at all. And uh, I, I just think it's all bizarre. Like there's something weird going on with all that. I mean, I don't
0: think his, I'll say this. Yeah. I don't think his views are a publicity stunt. I think they're very genuine. Yeah. But I do think his release of information and when he decides to say things is it's calculated. hundred percent. Exactly was going to say very
1: calculated. And but like the dude is he's not just dumb the
0: type of dude. That's always kept to himself. And then, yeah,
1: you kinda, know, start kind of weird a little yeah. bit, but like, I mean, it's not to a fault like that. I mean he has a lyric that says name one genius that ain't crazy and like that's very true it's like all the greats are mad in some way um i just don't understand why kim kardashian is talking to the president about like prison and all this shit you know what i mean it's Like, that's nuts to me.
0: My, my conspiracy theory brain is like, again, it's just sideshow shit to distract you from other
1: shit. <laughs> I know, right? You know but what people, I mean?
0: Like, keep in mind, like, you gotta think we gotta remember is that, you know, Donald Trump has been active president. I think it was like, th- as of this week, like 500 days. Yeah. Um, that's not a whole lot of days. He's been friends with Kanye West and all these other motherfuckers for way longer than yeah. that. And like he has a lot of serious shit on his plate now, supposedly. So they're trying to drum up any sort of distraction that they can. And it's like you know who the that's fuck a good can point. I call? Yeah. You know, maybe that's just my my idea. The red herring. You know, yeah, it's it's show business.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, what do you think about it? Did you listen to his album? Are you a Kanye? You like I his didn't music? I listen
0: to the new Kanye album. Um, I did listen to the Pusha T record, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome to hear all it because Kanye did all the beats. On yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And I really liked all the production on that. And I've I've really been a like a Pusha fan for a long time a long
1: time I do like Pusha T a lot I was not crazy and I saw you had that Clips album uh up there and like I'm familiar with all of it but like I can't even pretend to be like dude I was a crazy big fan you know what I mean
0: I think I think I do like Pusha a lot and I had a lot of fun like keeping up with the Drake beef over the past
1: couple weeks it's fun uh
0: yeah but um I haven't listened to no Kanye West album I just haven't like had the energy to yeah just because like i saw the album cover and it was like that was it like that i like being bipolar
1: it's awesome it says uh yeah and says, i was just
0: like oh god give me a break and i just like this <laughs>
1: like the dude took the album cover uh took the photo yeah. on the way to the listening party which i read just the other day and uh i mean that's just proof that like it doesn't matter what he puts out have you no. seen his merchandise um like, like his clothing line in general no I'm talking about stuff? the new stuff for no. what just came out like uh-uh. it is ridiculous okay and that's just uh like we were talking like before ridiculous how uh it's a purple shirt with like some moons on it and it says Wyoming and it, I think his kid might have done it if I don't know who else would have done it it looks like a child did it huh. but uh I mean you know quick 150 for a long sleeve tee. And and this is where I think it's a good segue because like you were talking to me about streetwear before. Oh yeah 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 before we started recording
0: I did say I did want to get into a conversation with you about streetwear. Yeah. Because I mean like you're Day job is you work at like a streetwear place?
1: Well, I work is I work at an engineering firm. Okay. But, uh But you also work- I've been I've been working at this uh clothing store Threads on Carson uh for 3 years. You don't post three stuff
0: on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> no one really cares that I'm I'm out there modeling pipes and shit like that. Uh, I mean, people want to know what's nice, what kind of good what yeah. kind of fly gear is there. Yeah,
0: so that, that that's a that's a world that you're tapped into.
1: Yeah, I have been tapped into it for uh for a little bit. Threads on Carson is a boutique that opens uh almost four years ago uh right on Carson Street. And I mean, it's just uh the way I got linked up to him is the guy who owns it worked in my uh he worked with me at my other job and he found out that I I, I ran a clothing line for a minute. Like I created my own clothing line for okay. a second and he found out that I did that and uh that I was just kind of like you said tapped into the world a little bit. Like I I've always like paid attention and you know had a had a an interest in it. And he was like, do you know anyone that would want to work there part time? And I was like, I'll do You're it. You're looking at it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, I've just been there and we've been trying to build from there. Cool. I work there on the weekends, any other days that need filled in, but uh, it's dope there. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate how well everyone is gravitating towards it in the city. We've grown a lot in the past couple of years.
0: Yeah. So with men's streetwear. Yeah. I guess a good place to start would be with like the stuff that like Kanye West does, you know, do you see the value in a lot of the stuff that maybe Kanye West might drop or like an easy name drop would be Supreme or anything like that?
1: My honest opinion about Kanye West is that, uh, I think he is an incredible producer, a mediocre rapper and a shitty person. And I think that his music, I think that his clothing is just ridiculous. I think that it is outrageous, honestly. And, uh, I don't, I'll never understand the whole hype of it all. I'll never understand the, the, you know, the Carhartt silhouette with like a cutout neckline being sold for like $500. Like, I just don't get it. Like he was a struggling rapper chicago like he obviously didn't have money coming up and like he obviously like hustled to get clothes and shit and like i just think that if someone like if he's for the people and for the like the artists and everything like that like why make shit that's so unattainable i I don't know i mean like i could also understand his hustle like you got to respect the dude's hustle and he's a genius but like i don't get the clothing world man uh, and I'm I'm real heavy into it. Like, I see it all firsthand. But as far as, like, the Kanye shit, like, that is unreal to me. I I, I am not a fan of it. Uh, as far as, like, the looks of it, I, I guess that that makes me biased against it. Yeah. But, I mean, I know that he's a fashion icon, or I guess that that's what people are saying right now. And I guess that uh, that doesn't mean what it used to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna so, pretend that like I know a bunch of like designers and things like that, but uh I just feel that his shit isn't like Yeah. I don't see anything that's like holy shit.
0: So like, okay, this was this was kinda like where I want to approach this because like I am a a man. Gasp, I know, right? Shocking. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm a man and I enjoy like streetwear, I guess. I don't know. As I've gotten, I have a hard time finding clothes that I like. And I always find myself really turned off by a lot of the more like boutique stuff. Like, I want to support it because it's like, you know, I like independent companies and things like that. But at the same time, it's like the value of a lot of that stuff is just always way over my head. Like,
1: with as far uh, as like price point? Yeah. 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 For a lot of stuff. So, like, I'm
0: curious about like maybe some brands that maybe like, someone might not know about. Cause I imagine that it can't all be like that insanely expensive.
1: It's not. I mean, and, like,
0: you know, I'm curious about like what maybe you're into and like what you could recommend for somebody that like, you know, wants to support like independent clothing companies, but you know, also doesn't want to spend $90 on a t-shirt.
1: Yeah. And, and like, I mean, there's so many options now. I mean, like the clothing world is so saturated everyone has a clothing line. It's similar to podcasting. Everyone oh, yes. in the world has just podcasting. Say that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it all really depends because like me working in there for the last three years, uh, one huge thing has changed for me from like the first day to now. And that's the fact that like, not everyone wants to buy what I like necessarily. I have a different style than like a lot of the people that come in there and buy shit. So like, I might not necessarily be a fan of things, but uh they just become super popular. And as far as like what people, I mean, it all really just depends on what people like. Like uh I have some plain jeans on. This is a brand called Scotch and Soda. Uh these are like one of my favorite like pairs of jeans that I've ever owned. And like they're very plain. Like you can't there's no like yeah. any zippers or biker
0: Yeah, that's the kind of shit that I'm into too. It's just like I like plain clothes yeah and then like as far, as far as like tops and stuff go yeah like i'm you know, a plain it's like,
1: dude
0: it's like i don't want but it's like i don't want to wear graphic t-shirts for the rest of my fucking life
1: see i do So it's
0: like i mean i don't obviously i don't mind wearing them, yeah but it's like i would like to be able to like have some like nicer tops oh or, yeah, you know, yeah i get what you're saying that just that aren't like crazy branded that are nice but also it's not like i'm going to fucking like macy's or something and buying some like bullshit brand that's like i'd like to be able to put that money somewhere that's like productive yeah but at the same time it's like well i don't want to spend you know 200 bucks just support want to look good brand yeah i want to look good i want to look good and support something cool and like have something that's you know like not crazy flashy but i, I always get so like i don't know i've just always had a hard time finding it
1: so this is where it's like a double-edged sword because like Local brands or like uh, the smaller independent brands that people aren't really hip to right now. I mean, the better the better quality their shit put, that they're putting out. You know, like the the small features like the neck tags, like the embroidery. Oh yeah, I definitely understand like that. that it, it so, money goes into. Yeah, it. it's it like it it, it all depends on like the size of the company everything like that because if it's a small company they're, that does very very small releases like they're paying like good money for yeah, this shit Because they're only making
0: like a yeah. limited amount of stuff yeah
1: the only way that you start to get shit cheaper is like whenever you start like Matt, getting a,
0: the mass produced stuff yeah and, made and in fucking factories yeah
1: like you got to get 500 t-shirts to yeah. get like a decent price break and like i mean like if you're not a big name brand like 500 t-shirts is a lot yeah. for the same exact I think, For the same exact logo so like i mean like that's it's 500 that's 100 size runs and it's just like that's a lot of funny because
0: you would think somebody with my background and that i put out my own physical product like i'm printing shirts for the band and we're putting out cds and vinyl records like i understand the cost of manufacturing things you know, on a small scale and paying more because you're doing less. Yeah. But still I walk into an independent clothing store and it's like, it goes over my fucking head. It's like, I, I need to do better at like thinking about that when looking at the price tags.
1: And that's, I mean like, that's something that I've been kind of, I mean like working there, you start to see things and those are started. Those are some of the things that like you start to notice, like these brands that are like smaller that are coming in and like showcasing us clothes like trying to get their clothes into the store like we have a certain like uh like a certain quality of pieces that like we that we have to uphel- uphold it's oh, like yeah. we, we want like you don't want to sell trash yeah i don't it's want a,
0: to sell i imagine it's probably a smaller space so you don't just don't have like yeah i room mean room to have some like forever 21 inventory yeah i mean like everywhere. i mean we
1: also like we also like spent like a few years like building up our name and like uh like you are with with what you're selling so like you can't sell some like low budget like like terrible shit where the screen print is like washing off and things yeah. like that. like people if, if people are paying a lot of money for something it got to be good quality so like if if uh some smaller brands come in like there's a brand called uh there's a brand called Timeless Era right now and it's a local girl and she makes uh this crazy like like multicolor almost like in living color like kind of patterned like uh, tees jerseys uh, track suits and like the quality of it all is incredible and like her price point is not bad either but there are some people that are just like thinking they could be like the Kanye West type and you know just get a regular t-shirt and add some distressing and some bleach stains and charge $60 for it but I mean like you gotta like you gotta stay in your lane and like work your way up to it like Uh I mean not everyone is starting out like selling their shirts for uh, $80 like Supreme, like some Supreme t-shirts that resell multiple thousands of dollars. Yeah. And it's just like, I think that that's the proof that's like, that shows you like how important like uh, people perceive their clothing, like clothing is always going to be relevant. Like people are always going to buy shit. Uh, New brands are always going to come out because like styles come in and then they just fade away i'm like
0: i'm surprised that supreme is still relevant
1: um i mean i i personally think that they're that they're gonna start fading out not anytime soon but like they sold half of their stake in their company uh to like an investment firm and supposedly they boosted up their uh their release numbers so the reason supreme became so uh like popular is because people want what they cannot have yeah so like they'll release a uh, a t-shirt very limited so like once it's gone it's gone and shit will sell out literally immediately yeah my
0: i had a roommate
1: for uh a little bit who was really into the supreme stuff oh yeah yeah and it's just like you you see how much the shit is and you have t-shirts from like 2000 that people will still wear every day that look all ratty and you know, that look really like worn and everything that are still getting sold for like $800. It's like, uh, I mean, it's all just the name you're building behind it too. I mean, it's however good you are at marketing. I mean, that's what it is. There's brands out there right now that have terrible quality materials that are just selling because of the name of it. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, like I've, I've never had a pair of Yeezy shoes, but like, I know some people (laughs) who, who have them. And the one kid who uh, who told me he has them, he's like, they're garbage, dude. Like, they fall apart. But, uh, I mean, I know some people that swear by them. I think it's just all what, ha- all what has to do with your taste. Some people might think you're fucking insane for having as much money as you do in records. But, like, it's all just where you focus your passion or hobbies. Because some people come in there and treat t-shirts and everything like records. You know what I mean? So, like... I mean, what's the most you've ever spent on a record? Um, Anything crazy?
0: I think the most I've ever spent on a record was maybe like 200 bucks. 200 bucks? What record? The first Mute Math record.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. $200? Yeah. See, I mean, some people are going to think that's nuts, but I think it's just the way you look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Like me, myself, you were talking about how you played Magic the Gathering. Uh All right. I was in a Magic heavy for a minute. I've spent $150 on a fucking card before. It's like some people will think like you're insane for that. And uh, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's just, uh, I mean, people will buy into anything. I mean, it all just depends what it is. There's always the highest sought after like, name in any sort of lane. And that's for what people me, want. I
0: think I find clothes to be difficult because I guess, you know, with records, it's like something that I'm able to preserve. You know, it's like I listen to records that I buy, but I'm able to keep them in nice sleeves and keep them shelved and keep it in good condition. But yeah. for me, like anytime I have any sort of clothing, like it gets thrashed. I agree. So it's just like it's hard for me to spend a certain amount of money. On something that i know is going to be destroyed i think like a nice shirt's probably different it's kind of hard for me to fuck up shirts yeah but, but like, shoes or shoes anything like and that jeans. shoes are the big one where yeah, like, i have a really hard time you're walking around
1: i walk around in Southside, and i've literally watched people just vomit on the the sidewalk and you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> you got brand new shoes on and you're walking through spit piss like gross shit but i mean there's people that will spend thousand dollars on these shoes like, and, and then
0: spend, like, like I, I've had, I've seen people, like, just cleaning their shoes off. It's like, man, that's no way to live. And, like, like if you're, like, that's, like, you can't even walk around.
1: Yeah. I mean, we sell these things in the shop right now. They're Jason Mark quick wipes. They look like handy wipes, but they're textured just to keep in your pocket, dude, and whip out and clean your shoe off. And they sell crazy, like, I we sell a bunch do. of them. But, uh, I mean, it. I think that uh, the benefit of having all three of us working at the store. So there's the owner, there's the manager, Laura, and then there's me. And we all offer something different. I feel like, uh, he, the owner has a different style than I have. I don't wear the same shit he does. I mean, I'm just not a fan of that style of stuff. Like I don't wear like biker denim. It's just, it doesn't one. It doesn't fit me. I am a, I'm a, I'm a big fella. And you know, all these clothing lines right now are, are directing, their cuts to be european style cuts so tall thin everything skinny jeans you know what i mean like these are the probably the tightest jeans that i've ever owned in my life and uh they ain't tight yeah you know what i mean it's just like i've all i've always wanted to fit in with the clothing line but my body type are, has never allowed me to go along with the trends you know like all the old skateboarding shit like fallen you know you remember that brand or fallen or crew fallen with the f's were you a skateboarder guy Like when I was way younger. Uh, Okay. Well, there was a brand that like a lot of their shit was just made like slim tees, you know, like the slim fit tees. Like that shit was never. I have
0: like an idea in my head. I think I know what you might be talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like it's just like it was that way back then. But now everything is moving that way. I remember whenever uh, like my best friends would be the ones wearing skinny jeans in high school people would be making fun of them and like, yeah,
0: I I loved when the the skinny jean turnaround happened and it became the trend. I thought that was so funny.
1: Right. And now it's just insane. It's, uh, I mean, everyone has to have some skinny jeans with like a zipper at the bottom. They want them to be tight. So your shoes can be shown off. And I mean, I offer something different. I offer, you know, like I'm very real about things. The owner will talk to me about like, uh, clothing we're getting in, who asked me if I like it. If I don't like it, if I think shit will sell, but I mean, like if you look at me, I'm wearing a fucking, this is a t-shirt that came from uh, Joe Rogan's podcast yeah, (laughs) and then some regular jeans and I I just wear Vans, dude. Yeah. My entire life. It's just, I can't get on the Jordan hype or anything like that. Like I have a couple other pairs, but 99.9% of the time you're going to see me in Vans. I'm trying to get sponsored. Okay. We should work on it. All right. We should all... You listening? Yeah, vans. Vans. We all should be sponsored. (laughs) But, like, that's what... uh, I don't know, dude. Vans are... uh, Like, that's another thing. They're not high-priced, but that's, like, the most... One of the most pivotal shoes in the world right now. You got people that are, like, broke as fuck like me, and then you got billionaires like fucking Justin Bieber or, you know, Kanye West. Like, everyone wears van shoes. You don't have to have a crazy price point to make them wanted yeah you know what i mean it's interesting to think about that
0: but i wonder if if vans was not the big company that they were if they would charge more for the shit you think probably i know they do some like limited drops on stuff every once in a while yeah and they're more expensive
1: yeah like they have like a uh it's called vans like syndication like they have uh i have a pair of um that were a collab with harmony corinne and uh, they were cool. They were, like, probably $20 more. But uh, yeah. they came in, like, some artistic box and shit like that. So you can <laughs> definitely get real bougie with it. Uh-huh. But, like, people are always still going to be rocking, you know, the black or the blue or the red or the white authentics. Yeah. And they're fucking $45. You can't beat them. Just like Chuck Taylors. I mean, like, you can definitely get bougie with them, but their biggest sellers are still the, the OGs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so crazy.
0: What happened with... Your, like, clothing brand. Is that, like, something that you... Like, so you, you mentioned that you were doing, like, a clothing line.
1: Yeah, so I whatever, did a clothing whatever line. Whatever happened with that? Uh, in, like, 2012, I started a clothing line called Lost Boys Clothing. And, uh, you know, I just always wanted to make t-shirts. Uh, I think it was... I, I always wanted to make my own shit that I knew would fit me. <laughs> so I had to just get down yeah. to the roots and make my own. But, uh... Yeah, man, I I just always have been a fan of like clothing. Like, I've always kind of been in the skateboarding world as far as like watching videos and uh, that whole like style, like dickies, like skate shoes and everything. And that I think that that's really where it all came from. My brother, uh, whenever he was in college, worked at this place called People's Nation up at Penn State. And it was like a t shirt shop and they did, they sold all different kinds of t shirts. And I remember for Christmas, he bought me a shirt. It was a girl in a dress, and it looked like she was fucking blowing her head off. But it was all butterflies. Okay, yeah. like uh, Banksy has something yeah. similar to that. But uh, I just remember seeing that shirt and thinking, like, wow, like you could put anything you want on here, and someone will like it. Because, like, I mean, I loved it. Like I wore it all the time. So ever since then, I just always was thinking about things to put on uh, t-shirts. And whenever I got a half of a real job a little bit of extra income I said fuck it and I did it and it uh went well for a minute like I sold a lot of uh, I sold a lot of shit t-shirts hoodies but then uh, someone made me aware that there was another brand from Canada called Lost Boys Inc and uh, they were definitely around before me they had more followers but uh, I immediately stopped making it everything like uh, all my shit was trademarked and it was all like legal, everything ready to go. I don't even think that Lost Boys Inc. knew that I existed, but I just didn't want to make something that had any sort of affiliation with anything else. Yeah. And uh, I kind of just stopped making shit and sat back because, like, the name, like, the Lost Boys name kind of came to me and I immediately knew that it was just like what I wanted it to be. Like, I was like, that's it. And uh, I would think of names for, you know, like a year, two years. Like, I would just have a list of names and shit. And uh, that Lost Boy's name came to me. I loved it. And once I stepped back from it, I kind of, like, regrouped and, like, wanted to put out another clothing line. But I never could come up with, like, a name or, like, where exactly I wanted. wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was there. It just wasn't there 100%. Yeah. And I already did all this and, like, I already fucked up and wasted money and, you know, like did it wrong in the first place. And I was like, I'm not going to do it again unless like I know 100%. And then uh, I think working at the clothing store, because I I was done with my clothes, like right at the end, right at the beginning of me working at that clothing store. So me being like kind of injected into that like lifeline of clothing, uh, it kind of, kind of fucked up my whole, like, mental thought process about everything because I ended up becoming very, very critical on, like, my own shit. Like, I hate the clothes that I made before. It's like, they definitely hold that nostalgic. Like, that was my first piece of shit that I made. But, like, you know, like, you see what sells in these stores and you see what people like and what people don't like. And you start being exposed exposed to so many different, like, like flavors, like how you were saying people have all different styles. Like all these different brands have like different styles. So you could see different things and it makes you start to like think of different shit. And uh, it definitely messed me up because like I became super critical on myself. And then I kind of was just like, you know, it'll happen. Like I'll think of something eventually probably. But uh, I think I just channeled all that energy into like the podcast shit. I've always been involved with like, doing a bunch of shit like i've always been someone who's tried you know like i'll if my friends get into something i'll get into it too and i'll get into it heavy like i'll just become obsessed if i don't like it i'd kind of just let it slip away okay. if i like it i'll still be obsessed with it and uh you know like people might think that that's like you know like oh he's wishy-washy like can't make up his mind can't stick to anything but it's really i don't think of it like that because the things that i stick to I definitely do a hundred percent. Like I I become obsessed with them. Podcasting shit. It's like I'm obsessed with it. Uh that's all I think about is like podcasting and uh the comedy shit, dude. It's uh my creative outlets.
0: Yeah, man. I could definitely relate whenever I started working for the record label and like being in the distribution and like seeing all of the all of the shit that we get in. And it's just like We have this huge inventory of, you know, independent releases from like, you know, the past 30, 40 years and the majority of it is stuff that nobody knows anything about. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like surrounded by it every day, like surrounded by like in a library of creative failures is like yeah. how i look at it sometimes you know what i mean that's so it's really like, what it is. Like the, the minority of the stuff that we have is like the shit that people like and people buy repeatedly the rest is just like stuff that's just sitting there like people's hopes and dreams blood sweat and tears poured into cd's and records that just end up shrink wrapped on a shelf in a warehouse in pittsburgh yeah nobody knows they exist nobody's buying them and i think about that shit all the time when I'm thinking about okay like what am I putting out next like how can I make sure that what I'm doing isn't gonna be you know something like this that's just fucking stuck on a shelf somewhere
1: yeah I mean that's what fucks me up it is because it's like I feel like that that's where I mean that's the difference about the people that are like really into it really like like uh like putting everything into it because like they're they realize that like so much shit is gonna go wrong so much shit is gonna uh not go how you wanted to not go how you expected it to but like i mean at that moment whatever you released like that is like that's perfect to you like that's in that moment in life that was everything you wanted and and whenever i was doing them clothes like at that moment in life like that was everything that i ever wanted i i i like lived and breathed it yeah it's just, I would wake up and it was a constant like faucet of just like ideas to try to make it better. And I feel like if you're not thinking like that, then like your shit is never going to go anywhere. Uh, like we were talking about before, like I'm constantly so like, uh, just like critical on myself. Like I'll listen to these podcasts after I record them over and over. And I'm just like, I, I try to make, you know, like all the sound, like, I'm sure you're the exact same way. Like you're probably even way more than I am. Like you're, this is your fucking job is to like make shit sound good and nice and buttery and everything. And like, I'm kind of just like, I'm to the point now where I'm into it. I'm obsessed and I'm constantly trying to learn. Like I'm constantly trying to just like, just gain knowledge on like how to be better at things. And, uh, I mean at that moment, that's what you wanted. That's everything you want. and uh, I, I'm happy to have it all. Like I'm happy to have experienced it all and like have that as a chapter in my life. Yeah. Like if, like if I wrote a book, Lost Boys would be a chapter for sure because like that name, everything like that all meant so much to me. And I mean, it still does. like uh, it came from like Peter Pan. like I've I loved Peter Pan my entire life. Uh, just the thought of like never growing up. I always like wanted to be a kid. And, and, you know, it's just now that we're adults, it's like, you want that so much more. It's like, like, when's the last time you ever genuinely like felt bored? Like you had nothing to worry about. Like, you remember high school after Friday, a Friday in high school, you had nothing going on. Like, like I I was thinking about that with my friends the other day, having like that feeling where like, what the fuck are we going to do tonight? You know what I mean? Like, I haven't had that in forever, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. It it just, it makes you want to be a kid again, kind of, and, like, have no responsibilities. But, uh, yeah, it came from Peter Pan. Like, uh, the Lost Boys taking down, like, the Pirates. Uh, I just, I mean, those the Lost Boys were me and my best friends. We were just fighting off the world. Yeah. You know, trying to put our shit out there. Just a... uh, my way of doing it we were talking about before like i'm not good at artwork whatsoever and that's another reason that it all fell apart like trying to find people to convey your ideas to uh, like i have so many ideas in my mind and i can never put them on paper because like i'm not an artist like i'm not a physical artist uh i can't do like graphic design so like for me to try to find these graphic designers and everything like that and try to convey what i'm thinking into my mind and expect them to like replicate it and just throw it back up immediately how I wanted it in my mind it was just such a crazy process going back and forth troubleshooting like I felt like such a dickhead because like I would be so critical like I'm a perfectionist with my own shit like like I want everything to be how I want it to be like I want it to be perfect so I would get a design back and there would be something that just wouldn't work and I I would have to go back and like Tell someone like hey like uh can we do it this way and they would never be able to like and it's not their fault obviously it's just like yeah you can't see what's in someone else's mind and uh it just became frustrating like trying to be able to create things without having the tools you know what i mean so i did that podcast after uh after i was doing some of the clothing stuff and uh i was just a fan of the podcasting and you know, I was like, fuck it, let's give us a go. And we did that for a minute. And then it uh, fell apart because we both went to college, me and my partner. yeah, We both went to college and it was just hard to link up at the same time. I mean, everyone got busy schedules. So uh, kind of the same thing, the clothing, like I stepped back from the podcasting, just started collecting ideas in my mind, collecting ways that I wanted to do things. Like I always knew I wanted to get back into it, but I just needed to wait for the right time. And then Waited till I got fucking married and kind of got some like funds taken care of and got a better job and had a little bit extra time. So was able to invest in my own shit and yeah. kind of just do what I wanted to do with it. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: I think it's really important for people to take those steps back and relax and realize that, you know, you don't need to do everything today, which seems kind of funny coming from me because i'm always like work 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 mm-hmm. but at the same time it's very much just i'm still like that idea of like work 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 for me personally that's just me getting things done on my on my schedule like what i know I'm absolutely cap- what i know i'm capable of but i know not everybody's like that and I think it's totally okay for other people that, you know, where if it takes them a little bit longer to figure out what they want to do or put something out, that's fine. Yeah. You don't need to be working all the time. Just little steps. Yeah. Just, it's just always be working towards it and you'll you'll get, get it done eventually. Exactly. Versus people that I've known that have spent a lot of time just making excuses for, you know, why they're not achieving the goals that, you know, like people – it's like – People that I run into every few months and then every time I talk to them, it's the same shit like, oh, you know, like, well, I don't have this or I don't have that and this, you know, and it's still go
1: out having, having some drinks at the bars. Yeah, that's the thing.
0: It's like you're, you're able to get from your house to this bar.
1: Yep. And spend your money on alcohol. Why
0: can't you get yourself to, you know, fucking target and, you know,
1: Get the shit you want done. Whatever you
0: need there to do, whatever you got to do, or you would give any. Or you would give
1: anything in the world to be able to go back a year and start back a year ago when you wanted to, because like you'd just be in. Like I, I, I was thinking about the podcasting shit like four years ago. Like, Buzzy uh from Epicast. Like, we were one of his first podcasts, and it's like if we were consistent and like stayed with that for this past four years, like where the hell would it be? But then. You start thinking, like, I mean, do, do you believe in like destiny and shit? As weird as that sounds, like, uh, do you believe things happen for a reason? I don't know. See, I never did. Yeah. Ever. Uh, I don't know why things would happen. I feel like that I didn't know what I believed. I just didn't think into it that far. But uh, I think about things now and, some things make me like kind of go back to that whole thought. It's like, uh, why does shit happen the way it does? And like, granted, maybe I'm just making the best of the opportunities that are given to me at that certain time. But, uh, I like to think that there's something, you know, nice and romantic, like, like, like destiny. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I love the podcasting shit. Like I love talking to people. I like stuff like this. Like I'm not the best at it. I'm definitely, uh, not the best speaker in the world but like i love it and for me to love it uh as much as i do it it allows me to like be happy with what i'm putting out you know what i mean it's like uh it allows me to keep creating and like thinking of different ways to to manifest the ideas that are in my head and kind of like put them out into like a a dialogue like we're having right now you know what i mean like i i I think about things and I feel like that. I just want to talk to people because like the more knowledge that or the more time that I'm speaking with someone else, like everyone has their own knowledge to like give to other people. It's like, uh, I just know that I'm, I'm, I'm a good, I'm receptive to it all. It's like, I'm like a sponge dude. Like, I I don't know a lot about a lot, but, uh, if someone tells me some shit, I listen, like I like to listen. (laughs) I like to, uh, I like to keep progressing and, that's why I feel like I'm always doing random shit. That's why I'm always trying new things, new hobbies. Like, it's like you never know what you're gonna like until you fucking do it. Yeah, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things to do in the world, and I I feel really bummed out by the people that I interact with. That you could tell just have nothing to do. It it's just insane to me.
1: Yeah, and I've I haven't felt like that in a long time. Like to 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 not have like a an outlet to like pour. I mean, like we spend so much time working and the way I think about it is like, I work a 40 hour job, then I work at the clothing store, like another, you know, minimum, like six hours a week. Like I work on a Sunday, but it's like all those times working, I mean, I know I mean, it's necessary evil, all the, all them hours you're spent working. So like, I want things that like, that could get me away from that. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like separated. Granted, working at the clothing store—that's not work to me. Like, I genuinely love that too. Like, I love working there and selling and everything. But uh, it's just the podcasting, the comedy. It's just like a—it's a way to escape from like your typical, uh, your typical, you know, work. You know, where you're obligated to be for a certain amount of hours. You know what I mean? It's just like I love this stuff, so I give my free time to it. And uh, it's awesome to be able to do that and to to have such like a big pool of listeners now, as far as like, n- not me personally, like I'm still very new at this. So <laughs> I, I got probably 20 people listening to me, but uh, there's so many people now listening to podcasts. And I feel like that that's a good thing about how saturated the world is with the podcasting it is now.
0: It's nice to at least be able to tell people that you have a podcast and they have an idea of what you're talking about.
1: Yeah because versus
0: like when I started doing start the beat there was a lot of people Yeah, when did really you start this? On. It was 2000 and fuck man, I don't know. I guess it was like 13 or 14.
1: Yeah, like we had to be this same exact time uh because it ours was right around 2000 end of 2013 uh beginning of 2014 and I mean like we were doing these podcasts to no one. You know what I mean? Like no one was listening to these because no one knew what a podcast was. But now, like parents know about it. Yeah. Old ass people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm listening to this Ben Shapiro podcast." Oh, God, like, the,
0: f- the funny like, fucking thing though, <laughs> with like start the beat in particular though, yeah. is like I feel like I had more listeners when I started than I do now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Why do you think that though? Just by numbers? Yeah. Now, the- I think
0: because it was, I think it was new and exciting. Yeah. And now there's like a lot of people that know that I do the podcast and a lot of people that support the podcast, but it doesn't translate in the numbers that I see. Yeah. And I think that there, I don't know if it's just, if, if it's a mixture of like, you know, a lot of the conversations that I have with people are kind of the same. Yeah. In a way with like different nuances. So if you're not, maybe if you don't have some sort of a interest in the guest of that week, you might skip over it a hundred percent or if, and it also help. it doesn't help too. sometimes I have people that hit me up to come on the show. Like you're, I mean, we're in an awkward, not an awkward, a unique situation for the podcast recently. Cause like, this is an episode that we're just doing this because I wanted to have you on. You had me on your show. Yeah. Like you didn't really like hit me up to be on. Yeah. Like in the past, like several months, all of my guests have been people that hit me up to come on the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, but The funny thing about it is a lot of these people hit me up to come on the show and I'm starting to realize now I think they're hitting me up to come on the show because they have this idea that I have like a big group of people that are going to get turned on to them. Yeah, but I don't really I think that my show was doing better when I was curating the guests and I was like going out of my way to schedule people that I thought would be good on this show. It's just like saying yes to people that come on and then it's whatever. And they don't really tell their people about it. And they're not people that my people know. So then it just, it crosses. It doesn't like the streams don't cross.
1: I, I, I it's so
0: weird. It's kind of, and like, I know that you just did the episode with Ali Sadiq. Yeah. And I was curious about like what crossover you're seeing from that. And also like how awkward it might've been having that conversation with him. Like I listened to some of it and it seemed like
1: so awkward.
0: It it seemed like anytime I've done podcasts with people that are like on a different level, like people that do interviews a lot and things like that, it's like you cannot there. It's so hard to connect with them. And then like, our podcasts, like we're Pittsburgh focused. Our people are in Pittsburgh, so it doesn't matter how big of a comedian you talk to or how big of somebody in a band I talk to is. Yeah, our listeners, if they don't know them, it's like I might as well be talking to another Pittsburgh person. They hundred percent. It. So it's like this weird thing where it's like the conversations don't lock in the same way, and then people don't listen to it, and it's like fuck. I just need to like get back to just curating every episode. and yeah. Just like really putting out conversations with people that I 100% feel deserve the time. not saying that people that have hit me up have been on the show. No, 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 I get what you're saying, or, but there's like been some great there's only enough time in the day. But like I think that I'm not here to like just promote other stuff that people are doing. Yeah. You know, it's like I actually want to like – I don't really care about like any – I don't want to say that I don't care about people's new albums or people's this or that, but it's like I just want to get to know people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like
0: dude. have like conversations with them, but then people hit me up to come on the show, and they have like this weird agenda, and it's like the conversation doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I think that it's like over the past few months now of this happening, I'm seeing it like have like a. no, I won't say a negative effect, but just like a
1: plateauing plateau. Yeah. Yeah. Stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean for me like like so did you originally start the show to like speak with artists pretty much right
0: yeah the 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 whole format of the show was always like you know i want to talk to artists about you know things that they do outside of creating art yeah. and how it influences and affects their art and vice versa
1: and and, and i definitely understand that but from being someone that is not in the music world, uh, or like even the audio engineering world, like I'll listen to some things and for me personally, it's just I can't relate to totally, it. Totally, totally. And it's like I don't know what the fuck are talking about. I'm like
0: I'm talking it's definitely like talking to a um talking to a minority. Yeah. It's like, you know, preaching to the choir, talking to people behind the curtain. Yeah. And like the other concept too, like over time was I was trying to like talk to people that have been through shit and like give advice to maybe people that are up and coming that kind of know what we're talking about to like, like, Hey, like be like advice, like don't do this, like suggestions on marketing and business and recording and just shortcuts in a way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like help kind of give people spark notes. So like, like yeah, they're not, I mean
0: now like coming up to 200 episodes. Yeah. It's like, a lot of these conversations are starting to feel the same, and I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, what do I even want to do with this platform, you know? Do I want to step aside from this for a little bit and, like, maybe do a- another podcast, which is something that, like, I've been thinking about doing for a bit because, like, I still want to do podcasts. It's just, yeah. I just don't know if I'm really offering anything super productive for the community at this point with
1: this many episodes in. No, I understand what you're saying for sure. So strange. And I think that the reason mine is a little bit different is just because like my basic format is I want to talk to anyone and just kind of see where they came from. Like you don't need to be a famous comedian. You don't need to be like a magician. You don't need to be a fucking, rapper or anything like yeah. you could be a regular dude but like everyone has like things in life that they've experienced that they could bond from like i walked in and i seen all your plastic aladdin toys okay like that's nothing to do with anything but like immediately like that's some shit that like i could bond with you know what i mean so uh it it's just like i i don't have like a certain template or a certain like agenda of like where I'm going with my guests. It's just, uh, if, if I, if I genuinely like, like what you're doing or see you out there, like I've talked to a wide range of people from like people in bands to, you know, just a regular dude that is my brother's friend and my friend. I mean, like, and that was a good episode. I talked to my mom, like I'm not in this, (laughs) Yeah. you know, it's like, like you were saying, like, I'm not really in this to like, I'm not in this for like the numbers per se. Like, it's awesome. I appreciate every single person that wants to sit there and listen to me bullshit, but like, I don't give a fuck if you want to listen to me. Yeah. I'm in this to get to know people. This is a good way to, I mean, we're such we're in this world of technology now where it's just like every single person in the world is latched to their fucking phone and it's people don't even want to answer phone calls anymore like i'll call my friends and they'll hit the fuck you button and then they'll just text me back and say what and i'm just like bro (laughs) like i'm trying to bring the old shit back like i'll call my friends and like i'll just call people and i want to talk to them and i think that that's like what podcasting is as far as like a creative outlet it's a phone call because like people were having conversations and uh people were just like you know just just shooting the shit and that's where i'm trying to go like yeah i have somewhat of a base like i, I talk to people about their childhood like like kind of like how they got to be how they are like obviously you're wearing vans account chocula shirt you got some tattoos and like you're a similar person like we like some of the similar shit i want to yeah. know why and like everyone could kind of relate to you know childhood like everyone has a childhood like everyone has been through some shit can relate in some way i think that uh like like podcasting offers like like you could get into like the certain niche groups like for you like if you were just talking to like artists or independent artists like like there's people that will just listen to your podcast like uh because they're musicians and things like that. You know what I mean? Like they want to listen to podcasts that have to do with stuff in their world. I kind of just like, just, I don't know. Just, I want to record a conversation and just see how it goes. I just asked people random shit that I wanted to ask. Uh, I just talked to the owner of streets on Carson. Okay. Familiar with that place. Yeah. 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 So like, for instance, him, uh, he came into threads on Carson one time and, You know, I just, I seen who he was, all kinds of tattoos, plugs in his ears. You don't know what kind of dude he is. Like, talk to him. He's like, Oh, I'm the owner of Streets on Carson. Such a nice dude. And like, I just immediately was like, How did you become that? Like, how did you get there? (laughs) Yeah. I want to know. I want to know if you always have been a chef. Like, I want to know if you've always wanted to become a cook. I've wanted to know if you've always like been into food, if you were picky, if you didn't like it at all when you were younger. Yeah. Because to me, that shit is interesting. Like whenever you came on, I wanted to know how you got into this record collection. I want to know why you liked that. And you told me it's because your parents were heavy into music and shit in the beginning and kind of opened that door. And like, it's interesting. I feel that people find that shit interesting. If they don't, they're going to turn it off and not listen. And that's where, that's where you got to not give a fuck. I mean, like, obviously we're doing this for a reason. Like we want to put content out there and like the goal, I guess, is to get listeners and to keep spreading the word. But, uh, I don't know, man, I'm kind of just like, you know, throwing some shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you just got to feel it out and kind of yeah. see what people like, what people don't like. Yeah,
0: I have an idea for something that I think would still be a great way to get to know people. But I think it will open up the doors for a lot less nerdy, like behind the scenes, like business talk. Yeah, I think I think I've had those conversations enough. I yeah, think, I
1: think Are you talking about as far as like music and like, like music, like focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like, even it could still be music focused. I'm being very vague because I don't want to like. No, no, I, I get what wanna, you're saying. I don't spoil, I don't want to spill the beans. Oh so yeah, like. yeah, I, I get I, what um, you. I have an idea, and I, 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 feel really confident in it. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna. The more and more I think about, it, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do it. My idea is, I think I'm gonna get to 200 on start the beat. Yeah. And then, uh, not, not pull a plug, but I think I'm gonna hiatus. Yeah. And then try this another thing, just because I think I'm just like. I don't know. I just need to need to freshen up on yeah, something. Yeah, why different.
1: not try something else? Like, what what is the difference if you take a little bit of time off of this and, you know, like, no, start no, it back up? No, no, I think there's,
0: especially at a number like 200. Like, yeah. if you're interested in learning about local Pittsburgh artists or independent music hustle, yeah, there is literally over 200, maybe close to 300 hours of content. Yep. And I guarantee you, you haven't listened to all of it. So you could go back and you can find out about some stuff. Yeah, I guarantee like, you, there's there's been people that are telling me all the time they people suggest people for the show to me. Like, oh, you should talk to so and so and so-and so like I've done it, I've done it, I've done it, go yeah. back. It's already there. So you can go through the archives and you're probably gonna already find at least I guarantee anybody that's listening to this, they're yeah. gonna find one person they know.
1: Do you like, uh do you do you notice that so Do you notice, like, from what... what Because this is falling off. What, your mic? Yeah, because I have this duct taped on, and
0: it's been, like, slowly dropping.
1: That's raw shit. it's
0: going, it's really funny.
1: That's all right. It's working. to point it out. That's why
0: I'm, like, like, sitting like this now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you went from sitting straight up to the... I was, like, trying
0: to figure... I was, like, what is going on with this? And then, like, I finally saw it. I was, like, oh, shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. The podcasting shit, though, it's it's so wild because, like... I mean, there's a podcast for any type of person. Like, uh, I just... I mean, I listen to a lot of shit off of like Joe Rogan. So like he was the one who started off like the whole spider web of everything. But like now that you look into it more, I'm, I'm taping this back yeah. together. There it is. That's a good sound. That's a good sound. Uh, oh, on the hair too. Terrible. But it's like you could find a podcast for anything really like comic books, sports, movies, like, yeah. like, have you ever heard of how did this get made?
0: Yeah, I never listened to how to this get made. Um my old my old roommate hold on, let me let me tape this up and then I'll tell you about that. Yeah. This is like the shittiest tape job. I feel bad for anyone on camera that's looking
1: at this, but it's try to it work.
0: So this this right now will be a uh a quick backtrack to the you don't need a whole lot to get this done. Yeah. People that I know that always make excuses about not doing things because they don't have the right equipment, it's like Yo, if you need to hold something together with tape to yeah, get it man. done, you can.
1: Fuck it. Uh, Make it happen. All right. Yo, what up? We're back. I
0: mean, It's been recording the same no matter what. So how did this get made? My old roommate, Josh... Who was the first person in my friend group that I knew that really listened to podcasts? Mm-hmm. He was this was like like 2010, 11, 12. Like yeah. he was like a very like an early adapter to podcasts. Yeah. And uh me, him, and another roommate that we all lived in the same house together, we tried doing two different podcasts. Um, we recorded like one episode of one and then i don't know for whatever reason just no nope. didn't work and then we then a couple months later we tried doing it again we recorded like three episodes and i don't think we ever released them no. or anything like that no it just was i don't know i wasn't in control with it actually yeah like, i wasn't listening to podcasts at the time like i didn't get it i just lived with them yeah. So like they recorded it and whatever you know it was up to them to release it you know what i mean yeah for sure and they
1: just didn't uh it's just but, weird uh, because yeah, now there's th- so many. I never, yeah,
0: I never listened to How Did This Get Made. It seems like it'd be something that I would like.
1: So basically you know. for anyone that's listened, How Did This Get Made is like uh, a couple of the dudes from uh, The League and a couple other people, uh, big, bigger name comedians, will watch a shitty movie. For instance, like a perfect example is Daredevil with Ben Affleck they'll watch that and they will just give their commentary on like, how the fuck was this able to get made? Yeah. 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 And it's an awesome concept. And I mean, like you can make a successful podcast out of literally anything. There's podcasts that are super famous that are literally only 10 minutes long, but uh, it's just, I mean, it's so saturated now, but it's not a negative thing really, because like, I feel like that this is our probably our most honest outlet for any sort of, like, media and, like, news.
0: Yeah, I think that it's, you know, it has a lot to do with your personal character. But again, it's, like, most importantly, with any art, it's, like, who the fuck wants this? Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how good it is. Like, you make a plate of fucking food, right? It could be the best goddamn sandwich ever. But if nobody's around to eat it... Yeah. Nobody's gonna eat that fucking sandwich. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, like... Making that really good sandwich, and then just like knowing like which of your neighbors, whose house, whose door you can knock on, yeah, it's like exactly, not gonna be offended by the sandwich because it has meat on it, or not be, uh, <laughs> yep. or not be, you know. uh offended by it or not want to eat the sandwich because you know it's it goes against their diet or this or that or who's not going to want to eat it because they're full they're already eaten they've already ate yep you know you got to find the right person that's hungry for that thing
1: and that's what sucks about it because like i mean i'm pretty addicted to social media like i'm on it heavy too much more than i ever should but like i don't want to be like i don't want to have to like i don't want to have to think about that shit all the time but like to be able to to grow any sort of like listeners like you have to you have to have that shit that's part of the game that you're doing and uh, if you don't want to just be talking to the same five people that are bored at work that you know somehow through yeah some way that are just listening to it to listen to it i mean like i i do i want to grow the podcast and like i know i say like i don't give a fuck if people like it or not but like if people don't like it i just don't want them as listeners you know what i mean there's other people that will now i mean like i know that i put out like a good product like we put out good conversations with people like like that's that's my goal and now i mean the hardest and most annoying part of it is to put it in front of people lead a horse to water you gotta lead that horse to water in a way where they want to fucking gulp it all down and uh i don't know it's part of the fun but it also kind of sucks It's like you're always just thinking about some shit. You're always thinking about like, oh, is that post? Does that look uniform? Like, at least I'm thinking about this shit. Like, I become OCD even to the point where the times that I post things, the 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 way things are written in the descriptions, and it's fucking sickening. We're just so
0: yeah, yeah. I understand that mindset, but I definitely don't think
1: other people pay attention to. A hundred percent, they don't you do a hundred percent they don't but that's the point that's where it makes us different than other people because like that's what's going to keep us getting better is like keep us progressing is like always like not ever settling and not ever wanting it to be the best like for instance that interview that i did with Ali. so it was super awkward at first like uh the most awkward i've ever been in any interview and uh I didn't know what to expect from this dude. Like, I knew that he was an intense guy. Like, have you ever watched his stand up? Yeah. So, uh, for people that haven't, like, he was in jail for six years for drugs, like, almost killed a guy, like, beat people, like, a very intense background. And he talks about it and he makes it not as scary sounding through his comedy because he makes it funny. But, like, while I'm sitting there talking to this guy, like, like immediately I felt like it got off on a wrong foot because he was like, you're asking me all kinds of like the same questions that I've asked that I've answered a yeah, thousand yeah, yeah. times. And like, I understand that. Like I knew that I was doing that, but I also feel that, I mean, I wouldn't know, like you could learn shit from people's answers. Like, and that's where it's just like a disconnect. Like he's on a different level. Like he's that's done. What I was saying. Yeah. Like that to, to bring a full circle, like, it's hard because these dudes have been asked the same shit over and over and over and over again. And like, for instance, like I asked him like, Oh, what kind of comedians did you watch growing up? And like, I know that that's a generic question, but like, I'm also like prepared to like, I'm also like thinking ahead. Like I want to know who he's, who, who, uh, he grew up watching because like that might spark something else that might spark a whole new tangent to go off yeah, of. It's, it's a hard place to do it because you can't expect him to, to be a fucking parrot and just like repeat the same shit over and over. And I can't expect him to want to, you know, like, like actually want to do that. You know what I mean? Like I was gracious that the dude gave me his time to do it. And at the end of the interview, he definitely like warmed up a little bit. Like, it definitely got a little bit easier but it's just awkward in the beginning trying to to interview some people some people are better talkers you, fortunate enough for you like our podcast like i got i got a lot of good feedback from like you and i's podcast because like this is what you and i do we speak uh we speak to people and like there's some people that i've had on mine that are not as good as like you know having a conversation not as good as like thinking of some weird shit to talk yeah. about or like trying to like keep up. Like half the times I'm having conversations with people, I'm thinking about so much shit that I forget what we're talking about. And I have to hurry up and try to think (laughs) about what we're going back to. You know what I mean? And it's just like, that's where it also comes down to just like, we're all just feeling this out. Like you've obviously been doing this way longer than I have, but like for me, it's, I'm not holding myself to some crazy standard. Like I know a lot of my interviews, like it's just going to keep me getting better. Like that's the end goal is like every interview I do is going to keep me getting better. Whether it be good that week or not, it's still an interview that week. It's yeah. still something like someone could get something from that. Yeah. Like that L E dude, he was dropping some fucking knowledge in there about how, Uh, you could either be a lion, a wolf or a lamb. And he was talking about it in the sense of like being in jail, but like that applies to anything in the world. It's like, you could be someone who just follows people. And that's where the lamb comes in. Like you could be someone who's just like, you could be one of the people that are just walking around in a crowd and just like being oblivious to everything. He was saying you could be a wolf and a wolf follows with like his group of friends and like a pack. And once that pack isn't there, that wolf is vulnerable Or you could be a line where you stick to yourself and like you depend on your shit and like i mean i'm not saying that like i don't have like a small circle of people that i depend on but like i myself like regardless of whatever comes to me like i'm gonna figure it out like i'm not scared to have some shit go wrong i'm not scared to like you know do bit to do bad i'm not scared to go up on stage and fucking (laughs) bomb while i'm doing comedy i mean in that moment it sucks and like it feels like shit but Just makes me not ever want to do it again. So it's progressing.
0: I feel like it's anytime I have a podcast with somebody that I don't really know or I've never talked to before in person, I usually prepare a lot more mentally for that. Like I'll have like a few questions and things in mind just to like start off the conversation. You know what I mean? Just so I'm not going in like completely empty so like so like what's up with you tell me about you because i've been there done that and yeah. it like never goes off good even with people that aren't on a different level like local people yeah because there's been situations where like it's like i almost get like set up on like blind dates but for podcasts
1: absolutely where
0: it's like yo like hey like somebody's uh quote manager hits me up you know what i mean yeah. like you know like a local <laughs> artist with a manager It's like yeah. hey you know and it's like, I'll be the manager. Like, I'll know that person. And they'll be like, hey, like, you know, so-and-so is putting out an album. Do you want to do a podcast with them? So they send them over here, and I've never met them. We didn't even talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? It all went through this third party, and then that shit's weird. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, now I need to, like, make sure that, like, I actually li- have, you know, listened to this artist or seen this, you know, have fam- be familiar with their work. Uh, and then just come up with some like off the wall questions just to like
1: yeah. throw at them. And that's kind of why I do like the whole what's in the cup in the beginning because yeah. like it's a good way to like have people like kind of get warmed up to speaking. Like uh for people that are listening, like I do a segment where like I buy I get any guest I have on, I ask them their favorite drink of all time. Like your favorite drink you had was the mango uh Snapple. That's what you yeah. chose that <laughs> that's what you chose that day. And yeah. like it's just like uh it's something nice like people get there they have their favorite drink like you know like there's nothing worse than like not having anything to drink whenever you want something to drink especially if you're talking to people you know what i mean so i come in i have i i just ask people why they like it where to come from and then it just it always really cool yeah 99 percent of the time it will segue into something else like you drop some crazy knowledge on me about the uh the what the hell's his name? Brett yeah, Brett Michaels' drink. Like I had no idea, and people hit me up and was like, "Bro, I had no idea that that was really what it was." And you know what I mean? Like something so simple like that yeah. could just like you never know where it's gonna go. So like I, I'm constantly trying to like I just think of it as like a, a modding shit. You know what I mean? I'm pulling stuff out, putting stuff in, and you know I'm just trying to feel it around, like see how it goes. I I uh I just enjoy it. Yeah. It's something that I enjoy to do. And I just. uh, I do
0: too. I think it's great. It's been an awesome way for me to stay connected with, you know, local arts and just the community in general. Yeah. And force myself to like take a break in some way and sit down, just talk to people. Talk. And uh, actually speak. And also, like, it's like my, my one thing that I'm able to give back to the community how much value they they see in it yeah who knows you know yeah who knows i, I don't know i don't know you know I, there are definitely people that listen to the podcast
1: uh-huh. you know, i don't yeah. want
0: i don't want to i know i've been like talking down on the podcast i'm not like i don't mean to be negative about it it's just more or less like a i only have so much time and i want to i want to be able to like put my time in the things that like really maximize my efficiency
1: potential. you want to be efficient I I want to be
0: efficient and I just want to like do things that really make like a cool impact. And I'm just like, like I said, I just, I don't know where that impact is at right now. So I'm, you know, trying to think of a way to just make it better.
1: Yeah. That's why, I mean, like I, I think my whole, uh, uh, I guess theme, if you would call it that, it's like, I, I take, I take my inspiration from Mark Marin. I take my inspiration from Ari Shafir and like Bert Kreischer. And, like, I feel like that my show is uh, a mix into all that. It's like you have the aspect of, are you familiar with Ari, Ari Shafir? Yeah. So, like, do you listen to his podcast? No. So he has a podcast called called Skeptic Tank. He is someone that's, like, he'll walk around in a park and do a podcast with someone. There's other noises in the background and shit. Like, he just doesn't care. It's very raw. It's very just natural. Uh, Mark Maron it's very smooth. Like I think of him is like a, is just a wave. Like there's never any like waves crashing in his conversations. There's never any like really abrupt, like random, like, you know what I mean? He just, he's so he's been doing it for so long that everything is so smooth. He, 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 how do I even say it? Like his transitions are smooth. Like, you know what I mean? And he asks questions that are just like so simple that, that, I mean, even if it's just why it's certain points in time, like I can open a whole door of a conversation and, uh, those are what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to break down them fucking weird ass doors that are just like, (laughs) that have like all kinds of like stickers and shit from your childhood and everything. Like, I don't know. I just, I I think maybe that's just like a way for me to like stay connected with my, like my, my childhood. You know what I mean? Like pretty much 99% of the time, Anything that, uh, any guests that I have on, we talk about something that reminds me about being a kid. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy it. I mean, we're all, we're all, whenever we're young, we're just like, we can't wait to grow up. And now that we're grown up, it's, I mean, it's cool, but definitely ain't all it's cracked up to be. Every, every month you get them bills in the mail and <laughs> you start taking shit for, uh, you start thinking about all the stuff you took for granted whenever you were yeah. younger.
0: I don't know. Oh, I mean, I, I I'm fortunate enough now that like I think that like I don't know. I'm like I feel like shit is the coolest it's ever been in my life now. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't look back on my childhood or my teenage years with any sort of like negativity. Yeah. But like I definitely feel like I've been able to grow into being a person that
1: like Absolutely. you know my 18 year old self would think was like cool absolutely it's like you become the man that you were working yeah to, to be up to yeah i agree with that 100 it's like you became uh like i i am not a fan of the dude that i was in high school you know i was the type of dude that would like call their girlfriend a hundred times and be like where are you at like <laughs> oh, you know no. what i mean i was that terrible guy <laughs> like and and you know it's weird it's like it's like uh having this podcast and shit has made me so much so so much more like I don't know vulnerable, open. Like I'm just like open about things. Like like I don't hold shit back really. Like I was a fucking ridiculous person in high school. Well,
0: I, I think I had. I think we all maybe had our ridiculous yeah, tendencies. That's exactly
1: sure. it. We all had our own ridiculous times back in high school and shit. And uh back in being in middle school, like whenever I was wearing Janko jeans and a Janko shirt. Yeah, you know that were just outrageous, big. It's like those are all them times that. uh that are that I always remember. They might not have been my finest times, but uh, I'll always remember that shit. And I think it's just like uh, I don't know. I I think the most the most disappointing part about like growing up, like you said, it's cool. You get to grow into who you are. You have your own spot. You get to like build your own life and everything like that. But I think just closing that book of being a kid is so hard for me, just because like everyone's moving away. Everyone's like getting, like getting married, having kids, like, and it's just. So, I mean, every day it's harder and harder to have free time to get get together. Yeah, and I just don't ever want that to end. I always want to be able to just like go hang out with my homies and like go sit next to a fire, go camping on a weekend. Yeah, but that's the only negative I mean, side about being an adult. You can make
0: time for it. You just got absolutely. Yeah, just gotta take the initiative.
1: It's harder though it's definitely harder. People start moving out of state. Yeah, My buddy Brian moved out of state. It's a hard, it's a hard hit. It's difficult to have people come back, but whenever it comes back, it makes it just, it makes yeah. it so much better. It's like uh it's like that concentrated dose at one time, but it's awesome to see everyone. It's awesome to see how everyone progresses. I'm happy with how I became in life. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with person I am I think I'm a good person I, <laughs> I hope at least yeah if not I'm trying my best I think you
0: do all right so do you got any like gigs or anything coming up anything
1: on the schedule there I'm just grinding for this comedy shit and this podcasting stuff I got no uh shows uh booked yet but uh you know there's open mics every week uh I don't really like that's not shit that I really like. I'm up there just like trying to work stuff out. But as far as shows, nothing yet. Podcast release every Thursday. Uh that's pretty much that's pretty much the events that I got coming up in my life.
0: All what right. about you? Uh, I got too much.
1: Too much shit going on. Yeah. I see you're just posting all kinds <laughs> of
0: shit. It's getting crazy right now. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're uh yeah, it's summer.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. you can't beat it. Yeah. I'm excited.
0: I'm trying to think of I don't know exactly when this will be out, but you know, like there's the big thing, like all all the other events aside, the big thing would be the the Grey Walker album release on July seventh at the Rex Theater. That's that's the big one. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, that's the big one. That's awesome. That's the big show. There's so this other is gonna events. be
1: before July seventh, huh? This is gonna be released before July seventh. It should be. Okay. Yeah. That's it what's up. Be.
0: So yeah, yeah, come to that. And then, like you know, there's some Sykes gigs and stuff. I'm finishing up a Sykes album. Got this podcast. Maybe yeah, another podcast.
1: Yep. Got
0: the one minute or less videos. Got a bunch of those. I got to film.
1: Yeah, got, I like uh, those. I like that. Uh, I like uh, I like your little videos and shit like that. I, I like how you uh, put all that stuff together. That's just like the extra effort that like like got to appreciate so those, that. that, that shit. That's
0: one thing too. Is like. So those videos, I mean, granted, they're a minute long, so obviously it's a lot easier for people to engage with them, but they're also on just like a much broader topic of things where it's like I could still be myself and like put something like kind of informative into the world depending on the topic. Yeah. But it's a lot easier for anybody to digest versus like this like very introspective and deep dive into the mind of the artists that start the beat is, you know, yeah. that's a lot more niche. And it's like, I like having those conversations.
1: Absolutely. But I
0: almost feel like, I don't know. I want to, I want to make like a really silly, fun podcast.
1: Yeah. That, that everyone could relate to that doesn't yeah. have to have knowledge in producing music or mm-hmm. knowledge of actually like being in the musical music yeah, yeah, world.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think that, that's,
1: you know, uh, just an appeal to more people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. I'm excited we'll for there's, you. There's a, uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Absolutely.
0: Well, we should probably wrap.
1: Yeah. How long have we been recording? Almost two hours. That's what's up. Yeah. It's a good one. I appreciate you having me on Yo, here, dude. This I is the first, you over. first time I've ever been a guest. I've done 30 uh, some podcasts <laughs> in my life and I've never been a guest. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, was, it. It
0: was awesome to have you on and shoot the shit about the comedy stuff and, Streetwear, and this, this was a good one there was a lot of
1: a lot of different stuff a lot of ground we, was covered it's different being uh opposite of the uh-huh opposite of the the driver's seat you know uh-huh so like you don't know what's
0: yeah it's so funny because like i i i don't spend a lot of time on other people's podcasts yeah so when we're talking you know and i was at your place i'm kind of forgetting that it. it's not my show and I'm oh like, yeah wanting to, like i'm wanting to like turn the car around and start driving. And I'm like, Oh shit, this ain't my
1: show. That's what I was just doing here. And it's just like that. I was just going to tell you, like, it's just like now that I'm on the other side of this, it makes me like have a different perspective about the people that I'm interviewing. You know what I mean? It's uh it's definitely a different feeling. Like it's like, you just don't know where anything's going to go. Uh-huh. You, you want everything to mend well and blend in together. And I see how it is though. but I do, man, I appreciate it. I had a very, very good time. And, uh, I appreciate it. All
0: And, uh, all right. So I'm going to do my outro and then we're going to drop your, where people can find you.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. And that is all folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation, Chad. Thank you for coming over. Thank you very much. Where can people find your shit?
1: Uh, personal Instagram account at strawberry cuz with, uh, Two Z's at the end. Uh, If you want to follow my podcast, I'll call you right back. You could uh, hit me up on Instagram at I'll call you right back. Facebook, I'll call you right back podcast. Uh, It's on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. Um, Yeah, I drop episodes every Thursday morning. Stay tuned.
0: Word. And I'll
1: be back again next week on a Thursday,
0: usually Wednesday or Thursdays. It depends. I try to do Wednesdays, but I'm usually too busy, and they go up on Thursdays. Yeah. So, hey, you can you can back-to-back our shit on a back-to-back Thursday. Back-to-back it. Uh, I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the Beat 2018. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Give them one. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> time. All right.